Uh, wait. All right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome again to another episode of uh, How to Become a Digital Nomad, the podcast. I am your host, Rahim, and uh, today we have with us uh, a special friend of mine that I actually met in Bali. She is no longer in Bali. Her name is Salome, and she is always celebrating life, and that's something <laughs> I'm very proud of. I'm very happy, and uh, yeah, so I hope Salome is going to talk to us today. She's an online uh, teacher. She will tell us how she started. She will give us some tips, some tricks about how things started with her. And she's going to share as much as she wants to share, basically. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. And welcome, Salome. How are you? Hey, Rahim. Nice to hear you. I'm good. Nice I'm good. I'm actually at the moment taking, uh, back. The, thank you for taking the time to, to sit with us and tell us... Uh, your uh, give us a bit of of your brain about how you started and mm-hmm. uh welcome back where are you now yeah i just went back to uh, visit um, europe and also germany so at the moment it's visiting home time okay uh, which has been an interesting inner process as well so nice yeah. salome tell us a little bit about about you who are you? What do you do? Uh, just give us a little bit of a brief about yourself. Mm, okay, so the short form of my story is that I've um, been studying back in Germany and I finished a master's and during the last years of studies, I discovered that I actually don't want to <laughs> maybe find another place where I want to live and maybe I don't want to live that life that people around me lived I was always thinking that cannot be everything the nine to five Um, life exactly Um, whereas it has of course its benefits Um, but on the other side I I I had this inner intuition that always asked for more and it's like there's more out there go discover experience develop yourself kind of thing Um, so after graduating in molecular bioscience I took a ticket to Hawaii and sorry what were you was, studying what was your what, what did you uh, my I got a master's in molecular bioscience molecule um, and bioscience yeah um wow. so yeah it's kind of like something people expect that you are a high-end researcher um after it or become and that you follow the path of doing a PhD um working for big pharma whatever um but since I started with yoga and things and became more aware of things, I kind of figured that I'm maybe not the right person doing this. Um, so that's why I put it on ice <laughs> since my beach. <laughs> and um, yeah, anyway, so I was like, okay, I saved a bit of money. Why don't I go and see how it goes? And always had this inner trust in me of like, okay, it's all going to work out for me if it's meant to be and things coming uh, I will meet the right people on my way. I will make the right decisions. And that's actually, if you want to hear any advice, that's the one and first one I would give everyone. Believe in yourself and believe in things that are meant for you, that they are happening. And um, then they're happening. Yeah. So that's the short form. And so I spent a while in Hawaii. I always went to places to stay for a little bit longer than just visiting and touristing tourism because I had to kind of perform my stay always and mm-hmm. get some workaways in the beginning and living with families living on farms um, 
traveling to Asia finally, seeing Bali the first time, thinking maybe it's a place to stay for even longer, but then going to Australia, making money. Still like on the whole time trying to figure out how do I make money just with my computer. Um, so work different jobs, of course, in person, then also worked as a, a recipe developer for a company that was online and of course in the kitchen, but um, it was kind of very independently already. Um, it got a bit stressful, this job as well. So I was like, okay, I need to realign my values. Um, maybe it's eight hours a day still working and you're kind of a slave. You don't want that. Go back to yourself, teach more yoga. Um, then I got the job for yoga teacher training where I'm still working on or working with online. And also I started with the start of COVID to um, teach German online, which is uh, quite exciting. And I really enjoy my job. Um, I didn't think that um, that will be something as a real job, but it became one. Um, I just signed up and was like, okay, let's see what's happening. And yeah, now I have my, my regular students and yeah, I have a lot of actually also fun teaching them and with them. And yeah, that's basically my life at the moment. <laughs> so now your main job is uh, an online German teacher. That's it. Right. So and I'm registered on platforms and get my clients through the platforms or I have my regulars already privately. And um, this one and also I work for online yoga teacher training. So you are also doing yoga teaching online as mm -hmm. well. And yes. how did you get your clients uh, as a yoga teacher? Uh, so the yoga teaching is with a company that is a yoga teacher training school and they set everything up online. So I'm one of their online teachers. And, and people yeah. can go and apply there and become yoga teachers. Yeah, yeah they, they book the training. They're booking a yoga teacher training online. And then they have me as for their teacher for Ashtanga and mentor and whatever. Yeah, but if somebody wants to become like you, can they? And I mean, uh, what's... Via the yoga teacher training school. Uh, so they have to go and do the yoga teaching school with this specific... No, no, no. What, what do you mean? Can you... <laughs> I, I mean, like, let's say a yoga instructor who would like to teach people yoga online, for example. Can mm. she mm -hmm. join this uh, platform or on somehow? Um, no, I don't think so. That was basically luck that I met the person that is the owner of this teaching school. And that was in the start of COVID that he was putting his school online. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, help me putting this online. And okay, so, so it's um, if you want to do your own thing, depends on, I think if you are having a good following, you can start, start doing your online classes. Why not? Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. Yeah. Now let's focus today on the, on the, on the online teaching uh, mm -hmm. more. So this is, you would say that this is your main source of income, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And how long you've been doing it? I've done it now for almost two years. Yeah. Two years. How many, how many uh, uh, classes or hours per week do you work on average? So that it's fluctuating now. It's summer, basically, where it's a bit less because people are traveling and I'm traveling. And um, so, but it's still like now it's low. It's like 10 to 15 hours a week. Um, in higher times, it's 20 hours. But I usually don't do more than 20 hours a week. Um, also for this, um, for 
to choose of a lifestyle where I want to have time for sport mm. and friends. Uh, do you mind sharing with us how much do you charge per class? Um, that depends totally on at what time those people signed up with me and via yeah. what platform. No, so, no. I mean, now nowadays that you... So now, or... today, if you go on the websites, you pay $30 for my class, but then the commission is subtracted. So in the end, I get like 25 out. Okay. And, mm -hmm. uh, and you started with how much? And I started with 20 minus commission, so 17. Uh, so you started, you, you basically, the first price you put was $20 as a German teacher. Mm -hmm. I started with $20 because I was the whole time thinking, I mean, getting out is like 15, 16 in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I was the whole time putting my value up and saying, okay, I'm not doing something for nothing. If I'm doing this, I'm doing this for money. Yeah. Um, and that was a good attitude I had because there's a lot of students as teachers online and they have to because there are so many English teachers, for example. Yeah, they need to put their price really low. They start with five euro or something, five dollar or something like this, which you basically have to do in the beginning. And in the beginning, you have to accept that you don't make that much yet, but you can develop it. Yeah? The more students you have, the more you can put your price up. Mm. Okay. But do you, do you think that this is the maximum that you can reach or you think you can, you can actually put the price higher? No, I had it even, now it's for, in for 30. I had it in for 35. And then I was like, oh, I could get some more student. Now I have it in for 30 again. Mm. Um, so you can play around with this price. Yeah. But yeah. I think 30 is a fair price. It's, it's a good average at the moment. I think it's good. Um, where I have, when I take the students out of the system, then it's cool when they pay a little bit more and I don't have to pay commission and I have them privately. Um, and uh, I think for the, this kind of work, it's not as hard. It's okay. Yeah. You're a rebel, yeah, Salome, yeah? always going out of the system. You started like you did the whole... Uh, <laughs> Be careful, uh, not nobody hears it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, you've been, you've been a digital nomad for how long now? Mm, really making money online, yeah? That's the... Yeah, that's making the money and traveling, yeah. yeah. Uh, making money online since... Yeah, two and a half years. I think I would make money online. Two and a half Before, years. Before, I'm traveling almost five years, um, but my income or my how to survive was always in-person stuff, yeah, before. Okay. And um, what would you say are the, the advantages of being a digital nomad, in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I choose this lifestyle because I want to be free and I want to have the opportunity to arrange my own schedule and so I have free time and do cool things <laughs> at times when I will want and um, I want to also be able to be location independent yeah if tomorrow I want to go visit someone I pack my laptop and I'm going and I'm teaching from there yeah so I, I told everywhere I told in cars and in airports and in <laughs> in different funny locations already oh. um and of course you have to have the students that are fine with this yeah so i'm definitely a niche person and there are teachers that are very different than me they're super professional they have the entire setup and they have the desk and everything whereas i make myself a desk wherever i go yeah what, what's what's the weirdest stuff uh, weirdest place you've thought in? maybe it was in portugal when i was in the car and it was my friend's car and he meanwhile went surfing and I hotspotted and was just sitting in the car or also the airport. 
the airport in Jakarta at Waterloo, but some classes there. <laughs> Those two places are the weirdest ones, yeah. Okay, well. Um, okay, what, what do you think are the disadvantages of being a digital nomad and doing what you do? Um, depends on your personality, but um, you often could have the desire for having a, a base or a home um, where you can come back to or where you're like more routinated. Yeah. So um, it can be challenging to organize yourself all the time yourself. Yeah. It's not like I'm just doing everything the same and then it's easy. Yeah. It's like you have to be on top of your schedule all the time. You have to be almost 24 seven. When your students ask you something, you should reply them after a little bit of time in my case. Yeah. So you're basically a little bit on all the time. Um, and yeah, you need to be quite organized and it can be overwhelming, it can be overwhelming with like, if you really want to travel a lot or travel, then you have to be super organized. Um, and what I said in the mention in the beginning, the sense of like not having a home, what people, for example, now I'm here in Germany, I'm house sitting for like a family. They're living here since ages. They will live here for more ages. Um, <laughs> it's very different. Yeah. And sometimes I also have this need in me. It's like, ah, oh, I just want to have a home. But if I would have one, I could not commit to it and it wouldn't make me happy. That's what I know about myself. So, um, yeah, it's always a balancing. Okay. How, how do you go about, yeah, I mean, I, I've been working as an online teacher myself for, uh, for like maybe like a year now, something like that around. And um, yeah, it's always when, when you get to the, to the move, it's like it becomes the, the, the schedule becomes a little bit chaotic and you really have to be, be organized. So how do you do it when you are actually traveling from one country to another? Yeah. With the time zones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I try to not be too spontaneous and say, okay, tomorrow I go. Um, I've done that, but I know that this takes so much effort. Yeah. Because then you're sitting in whatever weird place with your student. I try to, if I have a travel day, yeah, where I want to catch a fly or something, um, I try to have no class on that day. Yeah. Or I know I have a super long layover, so I put my people in this layover time. And there are enough uh, websites that do time zone conversions. So I also, for my private clients, I use the Google Calendar because it's in their time zone and I let them confirm the classes so we're not getting messed up with time zones. Um, and yeah, as I said, I try to plan when I go somewhere like five days before so I can, or a week before, so I can arrange with my students and ask them, hey, would it be possible if we do this class another time? And of course, I try to put my travel time already somewhere where there's no students. Mm. Okay. Um, did you try to use that? The, there's this website called the Every Time Zone. The, have you heard of it? Mm -mm. Try it. Uh, actually, look into it after you finish. Uh, it might be useful for that kind of uh, arranging the meetings and stuff like that. I used it a lot, and that it makes it made my life easy. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. What was? What's the thing? The the thing you like the 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 most about being uh, an online teacher? About being an online teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah, the flexibility and the freedom, I think. It's my, it's the online part, yeah. And the teacher part is that I, yeah, I just enjoy to make people understand something. It's a good, it's a good ch challenge, logically. Um, also to 
meet different kind of people from all over the world that have different stories and that coming from different background in a sense of how they understand things. So you have to deal with every student a little bit different. And um, yeah, that makes my, my class actually exciting. But you, you're not like a certified teacher. You are a conversation teacher, right? Or are you certified? Yeah. No, I'm teaching also grammar and stuff. So, but, um, but is this something that you developed with time or you started? I, de I developed it myself, yeah. Okay. Um, there's, again, so much things outside online that you can learn to become anything nowadays, yeah? Mm. I know that um, the German mindset is different or like, okay, you learned that you learned something, you studied something, this is your job. Um, in America, for example, people think different and that's what I actually like about them. It's like, doesn't matter. Just do what you want, become it and learn it. Yeah, with learning by doing and find your sources yourself. Yeah. Mm. So that's what I actually did with the teaching and uh, watch some YouTube videos, um, reading a lot myself, educating myself so I can educate others. Yeah. Would you say it, it, it was a difficult uh, thing to, to start or not? Um, I don't think it was difficult for me personally because when I started it, I went in it, into it with a lot of ease. Um, I wasn't pushing it myself. I wasn't like, oh, now I need to have tomorrow five students. I was just thinking I'll do an experiment and see how it goes. And I think that mindset helped it a lot to grow yeah. it. I was like, okay, I'm going to make a profile. Let's see what's happening. And then people signed up and I suddenly had fun doing this. And so I went into all this learning about it. And yeah, it was, was more that way. So for me, it was not difficult. But I know that you also have to be, I mean, there's some things you need to make a really nice video. You need to make a nice description. You have to answer quickly. So they put you in the algorithm on always a bit more up than yeah so okay it is not so easy but you can do it yeah it's doable do you have any any tip for people who want to become online teachers or digital nomads any any tip that you would like to share mm, for the online teaching mm, that's what i just said you look online what platforms are teaching your language um, and you see what are the requirements what you have to do and you follow the steps you look what other teachers on this platform do, look their profiles, yeah, look how they promote themselves, the, the top teachers, um, learn basically from them. Um, in general, becoming a digital nomad, um, the tip is, I think it's the mindset and the belief in yourself and the idea of, okay, I can do it, I want to do this. Um, and even with not knowing where you step into, trusting that it's going to work out um that doesn't mean that you can lay on the beach all day and trust that it's working out no you have to put some work in but no? <laughs> just say i mean rahim is beautiful context. looks like you going free diving all day long <laughs> um that's amazing life yeah um, i think those are maybe the instagrammers um that that work like this i don't know um you still have to put the work in yeah so i'm not 24 7 on the beach and go surfing um or do aqua yoga or something. No, I think, I think there is, I, I completely and, agree with you. I think there is a lot of work involved and, and we all 
we, we all seen that you have this beautiful life, which we do have a beautiful life, all of us. Which we do have, yeah. Yeah, but there is work behind the scene. We have to organize ourselves. You have to sacrifice outings and sacrifice swells and surfs for actually some work. You and have sometimes to sacrifice have, the swell yeah, sometimes. It's sometimes sad, but it's do. happening. But, like, <laughs> no, but, but, but I mean, like, we, we do, like, work a lot. Like, uh, we go home and we spend our time working on the schedule and, and we put the effort in. It's like, it's yes, there is yes. work involved and it's not that easy you need to have like a proper organized mindset like exactly like you said so i, I agree with you exactly but what i like is uh, even coming back to your first sentence that i'm <laughs> enjoying life it's kind of it is definitely my mentality and i i want to be able to enjoy life and i want to have time to enjoy life that's like the reason why i left the life here um And for making that happen, I have to also put the work in, yeah? So that's kind of a balancing, yeah? Hmm. Do you have any, any epiphanies that happened to you when you were during your journey to in the last uh, two years, let's say? So something that happened and that's like, wow, this is amazing, like an epiphany, something that you learned, something that you came across that changed your life or something? No? Oh, I... I mean, I believe that little steps accumulate change life. <laughs> um, so that's, I think that's for me. I'm step by step. Um, anything that um, changed me? I mean, I think that the entire COVID idea, idea sounds interesting, but um, the entire happening in the world makes a lot of people changing and thinking about the idea of working from home, working from a computer, um, working remotely. Um, it makes the possibilities bigger and it makes this lifestyle more accepted. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it's, it's actually good. In, in this sense, it's a good thing. Um, so, and I think for all of us, we had a lot of time these days in the beginning when we were thinking what we want to actually want to do or how we want to actually sustain ourselves. So that was definitely one of the turning points, but like one point where I was like, okay, this is yeah. how I wanted it. These are my standards. And now I just need to find the thing that meets my standards and I'm not lowering them, yeah? Um, not if I don't really, really force to. Yeah? So, no, I, I agree with you. I think that also like the, the whole COVID, for the people who have been wanting to live this life and kind of uh they, they're kind of scared of trying it it kind of give them yani, or uh ease kind of a step for them to to they can uh, being like working remotely now it's it's acceptable everywhere so you can no matter what job you can you have you might go to your boss and you just can ask them and tell them can i actually work from home is that possible and it's not as frowned upon or it's, uh, as it used to be. So now there is acceptance. So this can be like a good tip for people who, it's actually like a tip I was speaking about in one of my vlogs. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that the, in that sense, the, the COVID uh, had made it easier in a way for people to work uh, remotely. Uh, do you have any uh, applications or websites or programs that you are using that you would recommend people to do, whether it's online teaching or or it's as a digital nomad in general? Um, I mean, for the teaching online, there are two websites I'm using with my language, with German. 
Um, but I know there are other ones for other languages. So again, Mama Google helps you. The, the platforms I'm teaching on are called um, Preply and Itoki. Um, and yeah, that is like, look at it, make your profile, see what's happening. Um, and um, for in general, being a digital nomad, what helped me is, um, especially when I'm in, I see this right now in this last week, when I'm suddenly in an environment where there are no digitals and where everybody has a nine to five life and where you're kind of an alien, it helps to exchange still with people that lived a similar life than you. So it helps, um, it helps to have a community. And even in this sense now today it's digital. So this morning I'm just calling a friend and talk with her and exchange our experience that we have when we are not surrounded by digital nomads. And in general, it's nice to live in the world in communities where other people living uh, digital nomad life. Like when I met you in Bali, we were already over on our way to um, setting this life up and um, we encourage each other. And for me, community driven things or community helps for me a lot, especially for the mind and seeing other people doing it and making it happen motivates me that it's possible. And um, yeah. So always good to gather and, and see friends, how they do it. And if you want to become a German teacher, maybe find someone that is already one, talk with them or, yeah. Okay. Right. So do you have any plans? Are you going to continue what you're doing and continue being an online teacher or you're going to go more into yoga or uh, do you have any, any I for sure will keep, plans? I will keep doing uh, teaching German because I enjoy it <laughs> um, as long as I enjoy it. And um, I will also keep doing the yoga teacher training online. Sometimes I think I could do a little bit more science stuff again but um unfortunately that's, that's inside the system we don't want inside the system no <laughs> yeah i was thinking that maybe now with covid they understand that i can work from my laptop and they could just give me data to analyze and make them some nice graphs from their experiments and stuff so being like a research assistant something like this i have this in my mind that could be super cool actually um because i could also do it from wherever i want and whenever i want and it would be interesting um but I feel there, what I've seen and the people that I've talked to the last week, it's still a bit stiff here. So they want you to sit on your desk and go to the institution. Would you go um, back if times if time change? Would you would you would you change your decision? Never say never. I mean, if, if now with 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 you knowing what you know after living two years here. That's but living a nine to five life, you mean going back? To yeah, I mean, when you took the decision of be, of leaving everything behind and becoming a digital nomad or something traveling, if you now, Salome of today, would go back, would you make the same decision of leaving and everything? leave again? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, if I would make the same decision five years ago, for sure, like that's the best decision I could ever do. So, when I see people like really, like I'm right at this moment, I'm passing the institutions where I was working before and there are people that are still there where I was seeing the world the last five years and they're still doing the same and it's like woof I'm so grateful for my decision and for that I have had the courage to do that yeah well, that's great Salome, even though uh... you need to see if money works out and things you know you're often yeah. worried and you don't know and but it's for me it's so worth it 
yeah, it's over. So. It's it's doable. Everything is doable once you put your mind yeah. to it. Once you once you you decide that this is something that you want to do, there is always a way. And the thing is, yes. now nowadays, it's not only online teaching or digital marketing. You can learn anything that you want. It's right. It's yes. all in the grasp of your hand. Maybe you need a little bit of guidance because there is too much information. But nevertheless, everything is there. It's just for you to go and research and find what you want and just like make something out of it. It's there is when there is a will. There is a way, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Salome, that was uh, that was very uh, enlightening and inspiring, mm-hmm. I have to say. Uh, so thank you very much for taking the time and uh, thank you very much for uh, sitting with us uh, and uh, telling us, uh, uh, letting us pick your brain and understand how you did what you did. And uh, I didn't, I, I've per, uh, per, I didn't know that you were into science and all the and all that stuff before you decided. And it's like that's for me something like really, really inspiring. Uh, yeah, not anyway. so many of the scientists that step out of it. Um. That's that's very <laughs> very true. So, anyways, uh, thank you very much for your time, uh, and uh, I will talk to you soon. And uh, mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening. I hope that you all enjoyed the show. I hope that you find some useful information in, uh, in that, uh, in that uh, podcast. And I will, uh, I will uh, speak to you guys on another episode. Thank you very much and have a lovely day.